In 2016, a couple of guys with too much spare time started fucking around. These men recorded themselves in an audio booth at a post house in the New York City underground. Today, with still way too much time on their hands, they make podcasts. If you like podcasts and have nothing better to do, and if you can download it, maybe you can listen to The Mike and Podcast. Greetings. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Mike and Podcast. I am Mike Rainey. I am Pat Twist. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're going to talk about some fun stuff, and hopefully you'll uh, enjoy it. Um, I want to throw one out there for you. Okay. What's the topic? Rainey. What are we doing? Um, it is an opposite of one that we've done a podcast for already. Which is? We did one that was about movies that became television shows. Okay. From big screen to small screen. Mm-hmm. Now- we're going to flip that shit around, yo. <laughs> You're talking reverse. We're going to talk about television shows that evolved into movies. Interesting. All right. This is okay. a great premise for TV, okay. and let's now expand it to a feature film. Um, uh, you want to, what do you, let's put some time on the timer here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And good call. Uh, good call. Let's, let, let's put, you want to uh, just let's, jump let's into it? You want me to start? It? Here. Give me a, t- yeah. Let's put, we're going to 15 minutes on the timer here. 15 minutes on, TV shows that became movies. All right. It's always a tricky venture because you're now asking people to pay money to go to a theater to watch a premise you've been watching on TV for Absolutely. several seasons. You know? And there are some that contain the characters that were in the television shows. And it is just a literal theatrical version of a former television show. And there are well, others sure. that are... Well, Re, uh, well, you know, let's start reimaginings. With, or, go ahead. Let's start yeah. with just the theatrical version. You know, the X Files comes to mind. It's like, all right, here's sure. the, we're going to have the same cast, same sure. characters, and let's just make a movie. We're just not going to do another season. We're going to do a movie with these characters, and it's going to be a two-hour version, right? Theatrically released version of this show, right? And the X Files is a good one too because they they took the mythology. Mm-hmm. They did it twice. They did the mythology did one, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna wrap up all the mythology of yep. the series in one movie." And then a few years later, they're like, "Let's just do a movie that's an episode of the X Files," which is to me, um, both, but yeah, both both X Files movies weren't great, right? Um, uh, but. I want an X-Files standalone movie way more than I want an extension of something I may not have even seen all the episodes of. Um, Serenity is a good, not to radical, but just... Serenity is a perfect example of of this topic. Yeah, like we have the show Um, Firefly goes uh for 16 episodes, Uh canceled before it's time, and then Joss Whedon is like, all right, well, I'm going to make a movie. In That's, the studio, again, or we need to give them some money. All it is is just the further adventures yep. of these characters that we love from the show. And Same I cast will also everybody. throw out there Sex in the City. Sure, they made two of those things. Two of those movies. Like you mo- know. movie versions, same cast, same Absolutely. Everything. I didn't see either of those. I saw them both. Good? No. Okay. <laughs> both of you them. You might not be the target. Well, both of them are about on par with the television sure, show. Right. And I found that show very hard to watch. And it, right. for You're not the target. Quick sidebar. It has the Seinfeld, what I call the Seinfeld problem, which is, but unlike Seinfeld, and I'll explain why, there is not one woman 
of the four Sex in the City women that I ever wanted to hang out with because I thought they were all super annoying and really awful people and for similarly, whatever reason. Seinfeld, same deal. Same with Seinfeld. <clears throat> but they're played for laughs. Every, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of the Seinfeld characters, save maybe for Kramer, were not that nice or great of a people. And I wouldn't want to hang out, but they made me laugh. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Better. I was like, okay, I don't want to hang out with any of the Seinfeld crew, but I'm laughing. Yeah. I watched Sex and the City. I'm like, I definitely don't want to hang out with any of these people. I'm not laughing. And I kind of am like, you guys are terrible people. So but, let's go to the movies. Well, and watch, let's go watch them, them in the you've movies. Seen them both. I'm assuming that it was on a date with your wife. Uh, I well, no, I saw them both at home later. I saw okay. neither of them in the theaters. Right, sure. But I saw both the Sex and the City movies later on. You know, um, those are, um, I think, uh, I, I guess you could throw Star Trek in there. Right, or Twin Peaks is another one. Twin where you Peaks get, is you know, another one where, do. like, okay, we are taking the same characters and we are just jumping genres sure. or not genres not even formats genres, formats, it's, formats. It's, we're just we're just jumping from uh television to film right and uh star trek definitely did that with next generation no well, both of them actually yeah they've all made with the main like, series sure. and next generation both of them made the jump from series to it was even theatric- a crossover generation absolutely yeah exactly you know but what i would like to talk about uh, you know, I'm talking about we're talking about all of these, but sure. I would like to talk about a little bit the movies that were just reimagined. Okay, in theatrical I format, this this genre to me is almost ninety percent comedy versions. Well, like we're going to make it uh, wackier. I, let me throw like, okay, The Fugitive. Oh, okay, all right. Let me hope that is reimagining. Mm-hmm. Not comedy at all. If anything, nope. it's I'm gonna I'm gonna go. It's not so much a reimagining as a retelling. Yep, it's just a it's just a theatrical version right of that television. Right, show. it's just enough years had elapsed that they yep. can't have the same cast mm-hmm. because whatever. So they get Tommy Lee Jones and yep. uh, Harrison Ford. Very good movie. That I love that movie. Now, when I saw that movie, I was aware that it had previously been a TV series, but I had I've no, never. Even- I'm, I was young enough that I did not have any— I've never seen one episode of the Fugitive TV series. Totally. From what um, I understand, there's a one-armed man and a yep. falsely accused murderer running around. My, no, that, my, my, my total knowledge of the Fugitive comes from a Harrison Ford yeah. movie and the Tommy Lee Jones, you know. And I like it. It's a really right. good movie. My parents were all like, oh, it's like the show. Of and course. I was like, whatever. Of course. I mean, it's a good movie. Yep. Uh, that's a good call. I kind of forget that that's based on a TV show just because I wasn't alive sure. when the TV show <laughs> existed. You know? I want to throw another one at you. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Another example of like I was never not alive. saw one episode of that television right. show, but yet I've seen all of the Mission Impossible sure. movies now, and I liked them to a certain degree. I don't love I don't, them. I don't think I saw Rogue Nation. I think I missed Rogue Nation. Ghost Nation. Go Ro- Rogue Nation. Uh, well, there's Ghost Protocol, and then there's Rogue Nation. I've seen Ghost Protocol. What's the most recent one? Rogue Nation. I have not seen Rogue Nation. Okay. I think <laughs> I could be wrong about. No, no, no. You're probably right. I'm pretty sure it's Ghost um, Nation. And those are those are Rogue. those are you know uh, the the first one is um. Come on, what's that director's Brian name? Brian De Palma. De Palma. Second well, one is John Woo. John Woo. Third one. J.J. Abrams. There you go. Fourth one. I don't know. Christopher McQuarrie. Wow, who's he? He's the, he wrote The Usual Suspects. He's like a Tom Cruise boy. 
Okay. He, uh, he directed Valkyrie, I think, back in the day. No, he wrote Valkyrie. Okay. Uh, and Brian Singer directed it. I'm pretty sure that's guy. I think McQuarrie did the past two. Those are completely fun movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't. Uh, here's you know. what here's what the, here's what they benefit from. I feel like they're marketed towards a audience again that has no affiliation to the TV show. Great. I'm so going to throw you one more. There. Nobody's getting all crabby about how I'm going to throw you one more. The Untouchables. Sure. Another one that I really enjoyed that totally. movie. You know, great. Movie. Kevin Costner. These You've movies got... I forgot were based on TV shows. <laughs> we'll great. see. Great. This is excellent. You know, because I'm forgetting all these. Ones. Sean Connery, um, Andy Garcia. Yeah. Uh, 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 well, Costner, obviously, you know, and you're like, and even the little, the little guy, whoever, what his name was, I forget what his name is, you know, uh, he was the, the fourth, the fourth Untouchable. Oh yeah, you, you sure, know. yeah, he's a. Um, but I love the Untouchables really movie. movie. Yeah. Never saw one episode of the TV show. Yeah, and, and again, I remember my parents being like, "Oh my god, that TV course, show was the shit." Of course, and they watched the movie. I think they were perfectly satisfied. Now. Let's jump for a second. That's also De Palma too, right? Is that am I making De Palma? That up? Absolutely, De Palma, so De Palma is, the, is in the De Palma genre. is the is the Untouchables, and, and also you know, so he's 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 been around the block of the TV oh. shows made into movies. And I, I really love the Untouchables. Yeah. It's got a, that a great movie. scene that is homage slash rip off of Battleship Potemkin, yeah, where they're Potemkin. on the steps of the you know, sure. uh, you know, oh great movie. Um, I might now, put that. This may even be. Well, I don't. Know, maybe we can get to ranking later. But that may be the best example in terms of movies we talked about. I'll put that about. up there with Fugitive. Yeah, Fugitive and Untouchables are yeah. two of the, in my opinion, the best um, television shows that became movies. Right now, but again, though, I should clarify for us: we had no affiliation to the original TV show, no, so it didn't no, have no. baggage. We had exactly. We had. There's plenty of examples of sure. shows we grew up with. Well, let's jump into them then. All right, let's do it. Charlie's Angels. Uh, uh, no, uh, now, I, here's I, where we get into, I think, since the 90s. Yep. I feel like when you're going to translate a TV show to a movie, yep. you're going to do two things. You're going to make it broadly comic. Mm-hmm. You're going to make it insanely hilarious yep. and unbelievable. Yep. And you're going to amplify the action by 10. Yep. The explosions are going to be huge and the characters are going to be cartoony. And uh, so I enjoyed Charlie's Angels, the movie, but uh, it both bears them, no yeah. resemblance in tone to the show. No. You know, it's name only. Yep. And, uh, you know, they're mystery solving, you sure. know, ass kicking chicks yep. and everything. But uh, it's hilariously zany and uh, massively explosive. And uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to one up that is 21 Jump Street. S- same deal. It is funnier. Right. More explosive. But it's a better. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> point. I like Charlie's Angels movie. And 21 Jump Street movie, better than show. Way better than those shows. Now, 21 Jump Street was by no means dramatic. It was by no means no, anything. No, it, like, it, it, it was a product of its time. It was, a, it was, it was almost like M, uh, uh, Miami Vice Light. Sure. It was good-looking cops undercover, do, you know, yeah. in high school. You know, These movies uh, also have the benefit of their, their using the subject matter, the original source. As a— as a springboard for As a laughs. source, absolutely. We're going to make references to Same it. Same with Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. You know, totally. we're going to make yeah. jokes based on knowledge of the television right. show to make you laugh now. It's different from The Untouchables in the sense they're marketing this movie to your nostalgia and my yes. nostalgia. And I do not think that Johnny Knoxville or Sean William Scott, Sean William Scott I, I, I don't mind them. As actors, they weren't Bo and Luke Duke. Sure. I will say, though, that I do consider the Dukes of Hazard movie to be somewhat underrated. 
I do too. Uh, directed by Jay Shandrakasar, right? Who's Broken Lizard, and there's a lot of great comedic moments. Absolutely, that, you know. So they got the right guy. It got a bad movie. rap. Um, it is a funny movie. Yeah, uh, it's got some great moments. They made a sequel to that that had no one in it from, and it was actually called The Dukes of Hazard: The Beginning. Right, it was a prequel. But uh, you know, which like is we a needed lot that. Of kind of the beginning yeah. was the show. That we I'll throw you made. another one. <laughs> exactly. yeah, we don't need the sequel. Was the show right? Uh, I like the A Team. A Team's a good movie. It was, um, it was uh, Carnahan. That didn't really tonally shift. It didn't really. You know what I mean? It it's was almost right just it. a movie version of an episode right. of that show with new actors and in modern day. They upped the action for sure. Definitely. All of a sudden, Bradley and Cooper's it, you know, in a, you, you know, you didn't have George Papard. You had Liam Neeson. Right. You didn't. You had you know, uh, uh, but 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 I really enjoyed the A Team. Right, um, a little sidebar. It's a little forgettable for me. Sad I mean, story, you know, but like, like a, uh, it was my dad who was uh, at Alzheimer's at the end of, uh, towards the end there. Um, what he remembered and what he didn't remember was negligible. You didn't know whether dad was going to remember. Blank, but my dad used to always quote because it was one of the first shows that when I was like, you know, eight or nine years old, I begged my dad to watch. Um, uh, the A team, and he's like, "Well, okay." We watched it, and he loved it. Loved it. So we watched it every week from then on. Sure. And when George Papard would be like, "I love it when a plan comes together," uh, my dad for years after that, decades after, would be like, "I love it when a plan comes together." We'd be like, "Hey, well, we're going to the movies. Let's do And he'd be like, "It." The, the conversation would finish, and he'd say, "I love it when a plan comes together." Yeah. He, so. Towards the end there, you know, uh, I thought it would be fun to take my dad to see sure, the yeah, why not? Yeah, the, up, the update. We went to see the movie, and the, the, the first 15 minutes of the movie are like, uh, you know, th- there's no credits. And then all of a sudden, the first 15 minutes happen, and then it's like, here's the A-Team theme song. Here's the this. George, you know, or in this case, Lee it was Lee Nisa's. I love it when a planet we've met BA, we've met Murdoch, we've met Face, we've met, you know, Hannibal. And I audibly heard my father say as the like the, the credits come up on the movie, he's like, Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> like he might not have even remembered right. what movie he'd gone to, right. what movie like, oh, he was there to see. I'm but in. he was like, Oh shit, we're watching the A team again. The and uh so that, that there there may be a little nostalgia, but like I actually enjoyed that movie a oh, that's lot. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah. At one point, they're flying a tank. Yeah, yeah. And it, well, it and is, that's what I mean by like there's is, things that they the, can do in movies that are completely insane compared to what they did exactly. in the '80s on TV. And I loved, you know? I loved um, that guy's name, who's Murdoch. Charlton Copley. There you go. Yeah, I loved his take on Murdoch. Yeah. I loved the new guy's BA. Sure. Yeah. I love you know. I loved every. I thought everyone was perfectly cast. Yeah. In that movie, I wish it done better because I would have liked to have seen. Multiple, sure. Eighteen, and you know what? Again, like that movie. Did, what they didn't do was like, oh, we're gonna have the obligatory uh, Mr. T cameo. Nope, exactly. We're gonna bring Dirk Benedict. We're not you gonna know? bring back. Which exactly. Is, not there's anything wrong with that. You no, know, no, no, no. Sure. I, mean, I think of a movie like because, uh, you know you got your Starsky and Hutch out yep. there, which is basically a vehicle to make jokes about the seventies. 
Sure. Well, it's a, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's a funny movie. Funny like movie. It, but at sure. the end, they have the obligatory cameos from yep. the real guys. 20 on Jump Street, obligatory cameos. It's yep. a staple of that sort of genre. But the A-Team was kind of like, you know what? We're just going to do a reimagining of this, you know. And, and nothing wrong. You know, I think I find the A-Team to be a good version because they didn't – they're not playing the first one for laughs. They're not disrespecting the totally. first one. They're not – you know. Uh, I want to throw another one out at you. Had two movies. Adam's Family. Okay, there was Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. Yep. Right, yeah. And same exact premise sure. of the show. Yeah, yeah. We just had A-list Hollywood actors right. playing- Raul Julia. Uh, we, sorry, the, the, you know, I'm going to extend our time a little bit here uh, just because there, there's a whole subgenre, which we'll get to in a, second, in a second, that we I haven't chomping at the to, bit to mention you know, one, so um, so we'll extend the time here a little Adam's bit. Adam's Family, but, I never really watched it. I, I didn't really uh, – I, I, I watched the show um, uh, in syndication right. somewhat regularly so that I was enough familiar that when the movie came out, I was like, oh, all right. You know, and, I put that kind of in the Brady Bunch category too where well, you're just sort of like – there's right, another gonna, one where you know, you're like, okay, we're, we're, we're a little so bit... familiar with the uh, – here's the thing which which may not have been true for you for Adam's Family, but it was true for, uh, for Brady Bunch – they took literal theme storylines from the show and just replicated them in the movie with right, the Brady sure. Bunch. Yeah. Marsha. Uh, yeah. And if anything, uh, that was a little bit more wink wink than anything else. Absolutely. Like, right, Very we're much. Being... We're, we're going to make a joke that like Mike Brady's gay. Right. Or, do, you know, like, sure, that was right. a, it was a, it was it was much more in the 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Much more, in the, you know, before Starsky 21 Hutch. Jump Street. It was one of the first, I think, that did that. Yeah. Totally, you know? and I remember even thinking, like, wow, they're, they're not really making a movie version of the show. They're kind of making fun a of the parody. show. They're making there's a parody, a parody totally. of the show. Exactly. So talk to me about Adana. We have, you know. I got to talk to you about Miami Vice. Interesting. I didn't okay. even think of that, and that's separate from what well, I'm going to bring Miami up in a Vice second. Miami Vice to me is like a rare example where not sure. only is it the same creator. Yep. But. Maybe the only example. Maybe the where the example. creator is the exact same person. I feel and- like Michael Mann was kind of like, all right, I had my TV show that was huge in the yep. 80s. I'm going to take, again, those same characters, the same premise. They're on the Vice Squad in Miami, hence sure. the name. And uh, we're just going to do a serious kind of dramatic, kind of cool, like mystery drug show. Like back in the 80s, Miami Vice, there was nothing kitschy or nostalgic about Miami Vice. It was sort of- No, no. It was kind of badass and cool. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely cool. So they it take Jamie Foxx- MTV Cops. Yeah. So they take Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx, and they're like, oh, we're just going to do the 2000-whatever version of that, yeah. where we're not playing it for nostalgia. Now, to me, Miami Vice would have been ripe for, like, parody well, that's the thing. and nostalgia. And, but and Michael you know Mann what? was kind of like, no, let's do the same Give characters. it five years and give it to someone else, and they they might be able to do that. Right. You're right, though. That, that Now, is- if anything, you know, Miami Vice is not a bad movie. It's kind of weird that... It's based on the show. You're right. But um, it's a pretty cool movie. Like, it's a pretty cool crime movie. If I had never seen the show, I would have watched that with no baggage at all and been like, well, oh, sure. this is just a good There's movie. There's an good example copy. of a movie that didn't necessarily, like, Crockett didn't have, did he in the movie have a, a pet alligator? <laughs> no, I don't think Crockett had a pet you know? alligator. Did, did, you know, it, so there, there was were... maybe, I will say it was maybe a little more humorless than the show even was. Not that the show was. Full of humor. Sure. But it was a little bit darker than I think the show That's a was. great one that I did not even think about when I was yeah. coming up with this topic. You don't really see a lot of that where they're just going, oh, I'm, I'm the guy that created the show, and I'm going to take it to the big sure. screen in a just new updated fashion like 30 years later. I'm going to throw one at you that had at least two movies, and it doesn't maybe register because the first one, 
well, there's been a couple of these. Was a was a cartoon, but Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Sure, there's Scooby Doo, and then there's Monsters Fun. Unleash. And my kids really liked Scooby Doo for a while. They got into a phase of, of Scooby Doo. Mine did really. as well. And then they really liked that live because they were like, it's Scooby Doo with real people. Right. And I'll tell you one thing if I'm going to go on record as to say one of the best cast people. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Like of Hands any down. sort of updated. Well, I want to say all of them. But sure. Matthew Lillard of all of those five was. <laughs> you don't. Nobody's talking about Lillard at all ever. But nope. He nailed the part. If there's one good thing to say about Scooby Doo, extraordinary. You're shaggy. just like holy shit. Hey, Matthew Scoob. Lillard. He nailed it. He, he nailed was it. a great. Yeah. Fucking Shaggy. The highlight absolutely. of the movie. You're like, yeah, wow, absolutely. Lillard nailed it. Absolutely. I want to throw another one out there that I just thought of now, and I wasn't even on the list. The Flintstones. Oh yeah, that's sort. Of, they made two of those. The second one though, Viva Rock had Vegas. No one that was in the first right. one. Yeah, the first one and was uh, like, Rick Moranis and uh, John Goodman, John Rosie Goodman. O'Donnell, and I think it was uh, Penelope uh, Sphere. No, 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 no sorry, no, Penelope was, Ann uh, Miller. No, 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 sorry. It was the woman it's the girl from, from Big. Big. Yeah, yeah, whatever her name is. You're right. It's killing me, but uh, exactly her. Her. Uh, but the second one had none of them right. in it. It had a Baldwin. It had Rick had an, Moranis. No, Rick Moranis was in the first one. He was Barney Rubble in the first one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're right. It had a Baldwin. Baldwin was Barney Rubble, and right? And the guy who played Fred Flintstone, oh. I believe, was from the Full Monty. You're absolutely right. He's an English guy. There you guy. go. And two people playing Betty and and uh, and Wilma that we don't. Yeah. Know, you know. The live action cartoon thing is 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 hard for me because nine times out of ten, I'm looking at it and I'm just sort of like, I would rather just watch the cartoon because it feels. You know, Here's like, my thing. I hated the Flintstones as a cartoon. Sure. So I was like, I'm actually more intrigued to see how they do this. As a live, right? As a live action movie, yeah. And to that point, I had no love of the Flintstones. No. Really, it's just one of those uh, things. That, it, yeah. Something that you know, I I grew up watching, and I now wish that I I had those hours back. However many of them that I had, because I'm like, this show sucks. Right. It's it's that's literally just a cartoon version of the Honeymooners. Totally. And it gonna, literally you know, was. It was like I think you know, it even that was the whole point of it. That, that, they were like, we're going to take the Honeymooners you know? and make it prehistoric. Yep. Now I want to throw another one out at you now. Sure. The SNL movie, the SNL sketches I mean, that became movies. That's a full other genre. genre, in my opinion. Like, I feel like that's even, I, I would put that to the side of this topic. Okay. Because they're not TV shows. They're like, you know. Like, well, here, here's the thing. And this is what was the problem with a, a majority of, in my opinion, of this SNL movies is they weren't TV shows. They weren't fully realized TV right. shows. They were five-minute sketches right. that worked as funny five-minute sketches. Right. But now we're going to make them an hour and well, a half? I'll say this, okay? If Wayne's you, World did it. If you want to go there, yeah. like, uh, ultimately, you start with the Blues Brothers, okay? Sure, of course. And sure, that's okay. a classic movie. Sure, 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 it's sure, a great movie. Those characters lent themselves yep. well to yep. Uh, yep. that policy. Now you don't really, and I could be wrong about this because I don't, I don't have the data in front of me. You don't really see another SNL movie for another couple decades. Then all of a sudden, in the '90s, they're like, "Let's make a bunch of them." Well, that's, that was their. Let's they, make a one on the Coneheads. Let's yep. make one Cone on Coneheads. Wayne's World, Wayne's which was World. successful. It's Pat. Stewart saves his family. Stewart saves his family. You know, Night at the Roxbury. Superstar. Su- absolutely. You know, and all of a sudden, it they're just fucking. Then so, they were like, you know, now if because you, if you the, eliminate. 
the ones you know like again if you can name one between uh Blues Brothers and Wayne's World you know like they just I think they hit a thing where they're like wow Wayne's World's really marketable let's see if we can do one on Stewart let's try what we can and they're all they were well, all they made two Wayne's Worlds they were all they were Wait, Wayne's World I think if I had to name the successes of yes. that genre it is without a doubt Blues Brothers and Wayne's World both Wayne's Worlds uh can I guess really I kind of think an, uh, I kind of think the Conads is a little fun. You know what's funny? The the MacGyver movie. Oh, MacGruber's good, Mac- dude. Mac- MacGruber is good. MacGruber's I fun. love MacGruber. MacGruber's funny. Yeah, that's a good. I forgot Mac- about MacGruber's Mac- funny. And MacGruber's funny in a way when they were making a movie out of MacGruber, I was like, well, I don't even really like that sketch. Same here. Exactly. Then I watched the movie and, then, and I'm like, oh my god, this shit's this funny. This is funny. Shit's funny. Oh, Val Kilmer's a great villain in it. Yep. You know? And I will give that they, you know, it didn't do well. It didn't make a lot, you know, they, they, you know there's rumors, they are making there's a sequel. rumors of it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. There's rumors of because that found a following in, in home video. Totally. And I, you know, but and it was even funny. one of those movies that I feel like when I watched it for the first time, I was kind of like, I don't know, MacGruber. And then, you know, HBO presented sure. it to me a couple sure. other times and I'm like, sure. oh, MacGruber. Yep. Started talking about it with friends and it's really funny. Absolutely. MacGruber. Okay. So Blues Brothers, Wayne's, MacGruber. I, f- Three. I only recently watched Night at the Roxbury because I was out of morbid curiosity. Well, good for you. Did you make it the whole way through? I, after a fashion, yes. Okay. You know, it's just it's not good. It's terrible. And you it's know, terrible. It's, it's just terrible. It's not it's funny. terrible. You know, yeah. it's 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 two characters that were barely funny as a sketch. Yeah. That now we've got to sit through eighty nine minutes of totally. You know, um, same with it's Pat. It's Pat. Or even you know what I w- I won't lie to you. Stuart Saves His Family is kind of a funny movie. I've never seen it. And I credit that to Al Franken. Sure. Who is funny. Well, I mean, I feel like any of those characters, if you could just get, all you need to do is have a few gags that are funny. Well, the thing like, with Stuart Saves really His Family was story. We, we met his family. Right. It, was, it wasn't just Stuart doing that shtick again. Right. I'm doggone it. I'm smart enough. Right. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone, you know, it was... They, 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 as much as you could have, but they evolved it. They, they well, enlarged sure. yeah, it. Yeah. Any they, of those movies you know. is kind of like, well, it's just Wayne's World. We're going to take these guys out of the basement. Sure. Stewart saves his family. We're going to take this guy off of his show and right. out into the world. And you're just sort of expanding that world. Unfortunately, with things like Night at the Roxbury, you're just sort of like, oh, this world isn't interesting at all, at all. or even funny. At and all. Even the fact that these guys are now talking isn't good. They never talked in the sketches. No, you know, well, you know and, and I, di- I have to admit, I didn't even see It's Pat. I didn't see so his So Quentin Tarantino did a rewrite on the script. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, him and Julia Sweeney are pals. Oh, really? Yeah. She was oh. in Pulp Fiction. Oh. Briefly. Where? She plays uh, when they bring the car to the uh, impound lot and the wolf is talking to that woman. That's Julia You're absolutely that's Julia right. Sweeney. It's his daughter. Yeah. Or I don't think it's his daughter. I think, you know. Oh, he's just. Whatever sti- their relationship is, they're friends. You're and they're right. You're right. You're right. Um uh, I'm gonna put the timer as uh, cl- close the timer on this as yeah, we as we can wrap uh, the start wrapping this up. But you know what I didn't get was a uh, the Chris Farley show movie. Oh yeah, sure. We'll talk about uh, shows that would have made <laughs> you know great, what I you know, yeah. what I didn't get was that. Sure. What I didn't get was um uh you know certainly Tom Hanks wasn't gonna be a Mr. Short Term Memory movie. Right. I mean a lot of these or, you know some of these that are more celebrity based, but you know uh. Um, I didn't get a, I didn't get a Chris Farley, Matt Foley, you know, down by the river movie. 
Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good one though. What I could have that exactly. Been a good one. Well, that's the thing. One, like, if there's one, we're gonna we're gonna really look at him as a character, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna explore that yeah, guy's yeah, yeah. bizarre. We're gonna see him living, living in, a in a van down by the river. Yeah, yeah. That, but you know, if there is one greater tragedy of Chris Farley's untimely death, is that we never saw that movie, right? Because it would have. I mean, it, it, that is a character you could definitely bust out, right? You know. <laughs> Trying to make money as a motivational speaker that he's terrible at. He's, he's, he's awful. He's terrible at his job. And, you know, and he's just funny to look at. His totally. clothes don't fit him, you know. And, and and again, we cut to him. The movie probably opens right. with him walking out of his van down by the down river. By the river. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah. and, 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 you know, uh, I, you know, you know we, we, I love – Farley, you love oh, sure, Farley. Yeah. I mean, you know, like who? Uh, uh, what human our age, you know, doesn't? If they honesty. don't, they're fools. They're, they, you know, they, <laughs> they, they, you know. Uh, but um, well, listen, a uh, 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 great, great, great topic. It. We again, we flipped the script on a previous one, which were, which was, you know, uh, 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 movies that became TV yeah. shows. Now we got, you know, and it's the, a whole the, different thing. The both have got successes. Both have got right. their weaknesses. There's different. I, I like this genre more a little bit because they do. Uh, you, they play with the tone of these things a absolutely more than they, they do they, with the reverse. They, have, you know? they, they. I don't say they evolved. They generally speaking, if you translate a movie to TV, you are dealing with the same kind of basic tone and themes. Yep. You know, whereas the opposite is a different story. So, uh, please feel free to email us at themikeandpatcast at gmail Let us know if we missed any. Let us know what your favorites are. And uh, suggest topics, give us comments, criticisms. Things uh, we forgot. We've got thick skin, so just lay into us. Just give it I, to we're us. We're not afraid for you to just turn, tear, you know, like. Give it to us with both you're barrels. you're like, I really hate Mike Graney. And you're like, that's fine. Nobody's like, going to say that. Get, <laughs> are they? No? Yeah, we'll see. I, I dare you to say it. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you know, and let us know what you think. Um, and uh, we will see you next time. Yes. Thank you again for listening. I'm Mike Graney. I'm Pat Twist. Have a good one. Good night.